Hey guys, it's Ashley. Right before we get started, I wanted to give a reminder that we are going to be discussing the book Stolen by Lucy Christopher in detail and that there are spoilers ahead. So if you've not read it, maybe pause this episode, grab the book, check it out first, and then join us so we can have a discussion. Um, it was a really fun episode. I think you're really going to like it. I hope you're going to like it. Thanks so much and enjoy. everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the Well-Read Dames podcast. I'm Ashley Finley. I'm Susie. I'm Alicia. And we are here today to talk to you about the book Stolen by Lucy Christopher. Everyone pretty excited to talk about it? Extremely. Yeah. Great. Okay. I have three pages of notes, but we're not going to get into that right now. (laughs) First, we're going to cover book news. Now, I haven't told... I'm so excited. I haven't told either Susie or Alicia what the book news is. Yay. Because I wanted, like, a surprise. So (laughs) it'll be interesting to see what it is. Um, So I messaged Lucy Christopher on Instagram, and she did not respond, which I'm not shocked about. It's totally Mm -hmm. fine. Uh, (laughs) uh, But, you know, I probably just came off as, like, some sort of fangirl, but that's totally all right. (laughs) Uh, But when I went to her page, I noticed something very exciting which was that she had posted that she was back in Australia, which, as Susie and Alicia know, um, I love Australia. I Mm -hmm. studied abroad there, and I'm kind of obsessed with it. So I was very excited to see that she was back in Australia. And then she posted, what am I doing here? And in the sand had written, stolen two. What? Oh. Yeah. So it's been 10 years since she's written Stolen, I think is what she said. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this Stolen 2 will take place 10 years later. Interesting. Or with the same people. I bet it's with the same people. I could see maybe a follow-up to some degree, I guess. I I think that there's... Oh, oh, we're going (laughs) to... I was wondering, (laughs) Oh, we're going to talk about it because I'm super excited. (laughs) I, like, screamed. (laughs) I'm intrigued. So it's very intriguing. Um, also, um, once again, if I know we probably didn't say this last time, when it comes to book ideas that we should read next, if you guys are listening and there's a book that you want us to talk about that you really liked and we really just kind of want our take on it, feel free to message me on Anchor or on Instagram um, or technically you can go to my website and send me an email, uh, which is www.landlock.com dash mermaid.com but really probably instagram is like way easier or anchor but the point is please let us know we've only had one suggestion so far uh from my friend mike guido told him i'd give a shout out to you he told me (laughs) to read pornographic twilight fan fiction and i said yes please but that's not really what we'll be reading on our podcast (laughs) but if you have a suggestion Please send it our way. Uh, we're very open to it. Doesn't mean that we will read it um, or get to it, but you know, please send it to us if there's something you want us to read. Um, so we have decided on the next book that we will be reading, and we want to cover it now in case we get really drunk and forget to mention it at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, but we're going to be reading a book called *The Chemist* by Stephanie Meyer, who did write *Twilight*. But this book is very. It's not porn. It's not. It's not porn, sadly. (laughs) But um, (laughs) or Twilight. It's I um, had already. I downloaded it like a year ago on Audible um, because I had Audible for a long time. You just kind of acquire credits every month. But I don't listen to an audiobook every month. I listen to podcasts all day long. But audiobooks, I don't focus in the same way. Um, so I would just get a bunch of books that sounded good at the time and then kind of work my way through them. So I realized as I was driving back from work for like two hours the other day that I luckily still had this book that I downloaded. I didn't get very far because I wasn't home. I'm on chapter four. It's getting good. So Susie's going to download it on Audible, I think. Mm-hmm. Alicia is going to buy the book. Yep. I'm going to buy the book just so I really focus on it. Um, but chapter four, it's heating up, you guys. So that's The Chemist by Stephanie Meyer. And that's our next book. Do you guys have any other book news? Nope. I do not. No. I do feel the need to mention Reese Witherspoon because it's like a thing we've done in the past two yeah. podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has a book club. 
She does. Uh, maybe we should read one of her books sometime, and then we can talk about it in case mm-hmm. someone else wants to listen to us but follows her book club. We can look for inspirations there for book ideas. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah, I like it. Sorry, my microphone's like wobbling. Oh, two untouched items. One, I have my novelly yours book boyfriend candle here, which we have now all smelled, mm-hmm. and it's divine. It's, really it's, yeah. di- it's what a man should smell like. <laughs> it's amazing. And we had our taste test, you guys. Yay. So good. Um, so I made the Battle of the Balls. Battle of the Balls. <laughs> so last night, Susie made bourbon balls. Uh-huh. And I made rum balls. And today we tested them. Mm-hmm. And they are both delicious. So delicious. So good. I mean, uh, chocolate and booze. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because last night when I made them, I, I told them already that I was afraid, like, I tasted the batter because after you make them, they have to, like, chill in the fridge. And I tasted the batter and I was like, oh my God, did I not put enough rum in? Like, <laughs> These don't taste very alcoholic, and they should be really alcoholic tasting. Um, and then, like, two hours later, I pulled one out to taste test it because I was really nervous was that I basically just made a truffle, you know? <laughs> and, which would be good, too. Which is good, but you were totally going to win <laughs> if mine didn't taste like booze. <laughs> but it tasted very much like booze. It's very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. And, Susie, um, do you have any comments on how your bourbon balls turned out? I They're my favorite. They're because so good. I'm Very more of delicious. a bourbon girl than a rum girl anyway, but mm-hmm. I still love rum. To me, the bourbon balls taste more alcoholy than the rum balls, but the girls disagree with me. So, really, uh, we should have we should have had like an outside. We need an, an impartial <laughs> person that didn't either make or and Alicia doesn't like bourbon, so she's kind of already like on but one side of it. But she still liked them, I just I not as much. Them, yeah. yeah, I was worried it was gonna be like way strong bourbon, and it's well balanced. I'm gonna call it a tie. I like that. Uh, because I think it's unfair for mm-hmm. because Alicia is on rum. Um, I normally make the rum balls. She, uh, this is the first time I've ever made the rum balls myself. Um, and I didn't mess it up, which is great. No, and Susie loves bourbon, and yeah. she made them, and they're delicious. Also, yeah. They're my favorite because I made them, maybe. I don't know. Yes. And I made they're the rum balls, favorite. and I'm afraid that I'm uh, biased. We're biased. About my own balls <laughs> that I've made that are very delicious. Ashley's balls are bigger than mine, though. They are bigger. I make big balls, you guys. <laughs> I, I like gonna... them when you really bite into them. <laughs> I think we're just gonna have to have like a separate party where we both make them. Yeah. And then have people like put little votes in there, and then we'll actually know. Yeah. It's like a group of people. Yeah. Or did you three. put the recipe online somewhere so people can make them themselves? I haven't. Alicia, how do you feel about this? Is this your recipe? Oh, is it a secret recipe? It's a secret recipe. Okay, never mind, guys. There's many on Pinterest. I don't know if that's true. I, don't know if that's true. <laughs> I can share the recipe if Alicia's okay with it. Are you okay with the family rum ball recipe being out in the world, or possibly bourbon balls? You're gonna want to like edit it because of all the changes I had to like text you. <laughs> There's a lot of instructions that Susie and I had to follow. So um, I didn't also, really follow them. I got I didn't know this, but like one of the items is Nilla wafers, right? Mm-hmm. I accidentally bought mini Nilla wafers, but oh, it was goodness. perfect because you don't really have to crunch them up. Them, yeah. Instead, like I did for the first half, I like broke them all up and then like the blender just went right through them. And so the second half, I just dumped the half of the box in there. Perfect. Immediately. And I was like, this is brilliant. I put them all in a giant Ziploc bag and gave them to my husband. And then he came back and they were crumbs. See, my my husband had no interest in helping me and instead Uh, was just kind of like, when are you done making something in the kitchen I can't eat? knew he'd be getting bourbon balls. I guess that's true. I I didn't let anyone have them, including myself, except for the one that I tasted. So I was like, I'm going to eat like literally at like 9 a.m. this morning, I was at work and I was like, What do I want? Oh, I want a rum ball. And I was like, <laughs> I can't eat a rum ball right now. So, luckily, that did not occur. I make my work emails really interesting. Um, <laughs> so, let's get into stolen, you guys. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Yes. So, first couple of things about this book that we'll just kind of cover is it's written in like a journal or a diary format. Mm-hmm. From the perspective of Gemma, who was our main character, um, our heroine, I guess. Except yeah. for that's not really how I see her. She's just a girl. Yeah. Um, and so I'll just kind of get into it because it's like the first two pages. She gets stolen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was right away. Um, so she's at the airport. And where were they at? Bangkok? 
Bangkok. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which that's fun. So they're in an <laughs> airport in Bangkok. She's with her parents. She's a typical teenager. She's 16. Um, she is kind of arguing with them and she goes off to get a coffee before getting on their plane. And there's like this sexy guy in the line and she like doesn't have change or something. And he buys her coffee. Yeah. Um, which that's like, thank you, sexy man. Yeah. Buying me coffee. I mean, that's not super weird. It's not no. that weird. If you don't have cash, it could just be like a nice thing. Yeah. Which, Pay it forward. Yeah. Which weird is she lets him make her coffee, which yeah. I wrote here. In caps, never let a guy slash stranger make your drink. That's well, because didn't he like know how she took it? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I feel like he said like, oh, one. I think he like guessed or something or something like that. But he probably really did know. He really knew. But she was like, she was like, ha ha, how funny you know my drink. Um, so he makes it for her, and she's just kind of bedazzled by him. Um, and then you know she he brings the coffee. Uh, they have like a polite conversation. Uh, she sits with them. I wrote, can't blame her. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the next thing she knows, she's been drugged, and he's rushing her through the airport. Um, they do, like, a variety of, like, costume changes <laughs> yeah. with fake passports and IDs, and she just is, like, think it is a great time because she's out of her mind. she's drugged. Yeah, she's completely out of her mind, right? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> when she wakes up, I have it in parentheses, literally, she's eight, because I put, wakes up kidnapped, literally, she's 16. <laughs> <laughs> she wakes up and quickly realizes that she's in the Australian outback, mm-hmm. which is just a vast desert area. Mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't immediately realize it. She, she takes too long to realize it. Because she <laughs> was trying to, like, she's like, I'm trying to figure out was. what plants are here to figure out where I am. It's like, it's yeah. pretty obvious. Yeah. And I, I mean, you're in some kind of big desert, you right. know? And he told her that he was Australian before right. when he met her. So I right. feel like that's pretty easy to put together. Yeah. But yeah. she puts it together. Um, Eventually. And. At first, so a lot of this book are her escape attempts. Yeah. Yeah. Now, she wakes up. She's not injured. She's not been injured or touched or anything weird. Uh, she's just, like, in a bed. Um, and she is terrified, as you would be. Um, she thinks he's going to kill her. Um, she immediately tries to run, uh, which I really liked and hated the inner dialogue about how she was about to pee herself this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, she wakes up and she finds a bathroom immediately. There's no one there. Instead of just taking a quick pee, she's like... Oh, yeah. I think I remember now. And she yeah. just runs. She just runs. Yeah. Because okay. the door's open. If you're kidnapped and you wake up and you're free to roam around... Yeah. And there's no one nearby... Take a second to pee. Just take, like, three seconds. Don't wash your hands. But like, also, she's cares? a 16-year-old girl... In, and like, a terrifying. situation she doesn't it's understand. terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, this is the whole time, like, every few seconds being like, I'm about to pee. I'm like, just pee. Yeah. <laughs> no one's <laughs> there. moment. Yeah. Um, but really, this is her first escape attempt. So, mm-hmm. like I said, the doors are unlocked. She runs outside. Um, she is trying to figure out, get her bearings, because she's not been outside before. It's so bright, and she can't see anything. It's just the desert. And then he basically corrals her like mm-hmm. cattle in the, in the car. So every time she runs one way, he just kind of like yeah. heads her off in the car. Um, and then he takes her into the bathroom. Oh, because she, he tackles her and that's when she pees herself. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> She's oh, like, I let my pee go. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> but you know, I guess good for you peeing I mean, on the guy that attacked her. You know, that's what you get. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> So then he throws her in the bathroom so she can wash herself and clean off whatever. And instead, she, like, just destroys everything in the bathroom. And refuses to clean herself. And, refi- like, that would be the first thing I would be doing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, but I get it. Maybe she thinks if she's stinky, he won't touch her. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's not a horrible idea, you know, but, yeah. yeah. So, I think, oh, she knocks herself out. And I remember... Um, like she knocks herself out and I remember reading it and be like great escape attempt. well she knocks herself out by I think she falls and like hits her head in the bathroom she's cutting herself that's right and then she, she like... sees the blood and that makes her that's, pass that's out that's what it is yeah right. but she does hit her head on something in the process of passing out like I don't know if it's like the faucet or what knocks herself out <laughs> so she wakes up again. She's a mess. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again, she's been kidnapped, so we shouldn't make too much fun of her. No, no, no. But 
come on. But so she wakes <laughs> up, like, don't try and kill yourself because you think someone's going to murder you. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, she refuses to eat, cooperates for a while, and uh, she eventually gives up. I mean, boredom is going to set in at some point. Yeah. You can't just, I mean, I guess you can, but you're going to go insane yeah. if you basically have yourself in solitary confinement. Um, so since he's not locked up still, she gives up and walks around. Uh, this is when she figures out where she is because she finds the food and the clothes provided. Um, and I think there's like the book about the Australian desert. Mm -hmm. It's literally like plants in Australia, animals in Australia. And she's like, I must be in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, so she walks around, and they have chickens, and, you know, he starts, she starts talking to him, right? Like, that's a big step, is mm-hmm. she starts talking to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Susie, I feel like you have some thoughts about this character. Uh, Ty. Which one? Ty. Ty the kidnapper. Well, I mean, I, it's, I mean, you hate him, right? Like, he's a terrible person. Like, every single thing she does, he's so patronizing, and he's so, like, the typical... It. I'm gonna be a psycho killer someday. Like he's, I mean, he's not gonna kill her, but every she doesn't time, know that at this point. Yeah, she doesn't know that, and he's like affronted that she's trying to get away from him. Yes, and, and then he tells her whether or not they're lies or not, but stories about her parents. Well, maybe we shouldn't do that yet. But no, we, yeah, I mean, let's let's get a little further because I yeah. have a lot of opinions on him, but yeah. I want us to first kind of. I mean, he's just a terrible person, and the yeah. fact that. There are so many times, like, I did try to make notes on Post-its at work while doing work, I promise. But I tried to make notes and I lost them all. But there were times where, like, everything he said was like, I want to punch you in the balls. You're so terrible. (laughs) And, like, watching her since she was 10 years old, which, again, we'll get to that later. But it's, like, weird. and every time she tried to run away, he was, like, you're insane. You're ridiculous. Like, what are you doing? And it's like, of course she's going to try to get away. Yes. And he's like, well, I'm going to save you from this vast landscape because you don't know anything about it. And of course she doesn't yeah. because you took her. She's from London. Like, yeah. She's from a big city. And he's like, oh, I'm going to save you. And it's, I just, I hate him. Yeah. It's terrible. And I think you're supposed to like him at some point and I never do. But maybe you're not see, supposed to. I don't know. I like him. I don't know. And so, but we'll get into I it. I can because- see how you can, but I don't but he's complicated, right? Because yeah. he's not it's complex. He because we as basically our villain is also our hero, right? Yeah, I can see how that's supposed to be the. Um, let's let's Carry let's on. get a little bit further. Mm-hmm. So she is smart. She finds a blunt knife and begins planning her next escape. Like she recognizes that my first escape attempt did not go well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've written that he is kind and quiet and thoughtful. And, like, that's kind of her thought. He is kind. He's kind to her. Like, he wants her to eat. He doesn't want her to be hurt. He wants her, like, because he thinks he's saving her. And that's the complication with his character is we're all just the sum of our experiences. Yeah. And we learn that his experiences have been extraordinarily fucked up. I mean. Extraordinarily fucked up. And he thinks, basically, that the root of all evil is civilization. Yeah. And he. I get it, so he's trying to save her from what he thinks is the evil, right. but he doesn't understand that what he has done himself is pretty unforgivable. It's almost the exact same thing that was done to him. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of, I mean, not the exact same thing, but he feels like he was taken too. Right. And then he took her and he's like, I'm still, like, isn't that the first thing he said to her when she woke up? Like, I saved you or he, something? Because that's it. Because in his mind, yeah. which in his mind, he's doing the right thing. Which is fucked up because we know he's done the wrong thing. Right. But he thinks that he saved her. Yeah. And he thinks that he saved her from... I mean, he did save her at one point, which we'll get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But he thinks he saved her from her parents right. and society and all these things he sees that she's subjected to mm-hmm. in, like, the modern world that he views as, like, the root of all evil. Yeah. And so, in his mind, he has saved her. And yeah. so that's why he's kind to her. And he, like, he can't understand why she's miserable Mm-hmm. And hasn't just, like, accepted that she's been stolen from her parents. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. And so, like, it's, like he has done a horrible, fucked up, unforgivable thing. Mm-hmm. But, but he didn't do it to be, like, a fucked up, horrible person. He did it because he thinks he's the good guy. I understand that. But he's not. Because he is bad. Correct. (laughs) And so that's why, like, that's what makes this book so complicated. Because he, like, at the same time that he does horrible things, 
he thinks he saved her. He thinks he's this big hero, and they're gonna like fall in love and live in the outback forever together. But he should um, have listened to her if he really cared about her. True. But <laughs> I mean, there's. I mean, obviously, legitimately, he has something. Like mm-hmm. he's broken in his head. Yeah, he needs therapy for yeah. sure. Like a lot of it. So as she goes to like getting used to kind of living there, because she does kind of acclimate to living there, you, you know. You have to. Uh, you have to, right? And so when he trusts her enough before escape attempt number two, he takes her into his art shed. Oh my gosh, this is the part that made me hate him the most. <laughs> I hated this. I hated this so much. <laughs> so much. Like, this is my work. And he's a freaking painter. Like, come on. Come on. And then he paints himself, and it's like this beautiful thing, and he thinks that the paint is what's going to make her love this area. And she's like, doesn't he try to paint her too? And she yeah, doesn't want to do it. it. No. And then like she first comes in and she thinks it's blood and she freaks out. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is scary it's because dumb. it's a dark shed. And she's like, it's a murder shed. Like she's convinced that she's still going to get murdered, right? Yeah. And yeah. she's like, he's taking me into a murder shed. And so <laughs> she, he, she walks in. The lights aren't on yet. Because he hasn't pulled the curtain back because there's no electricity. Yeah. She acts like a complete maniac and just starts hitting everything. And it's like, <laughs> I just imagine, like, the, like, a panicked animal. Yeah. And she's just, like, everything she touches, she's, like, screaming. And he's, yeah. like, calm down. Stop moving. Calm down. Yeah. As he's, like, trying to get the window open or whatever. And she's just, like, ah! Like, she's like, <laughs> imagining touching all these corpses. And she's, like, yeah. I'm. And you know, he pulls the window open. <laughs> she's, like, standing paint. in the middle of his canvas. Yeah. Above and, his artwork. And he's just, like, you've ruined my art. Yeah, and he was was so pissed but and it's like that's the most artistic thing of all it's, yeah. yeah you've ruined my art that's the problem here well you kidnapped me so fuck you, <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and but the whole thing i found like funny i don't know like because the both of their reactions are so wrong like her reaction i mean sure to think you're gonna get murdered that's very scary but like right. I don't know. Like, the whole time, like, he's nowhere near her, and she's, yeah. just, like, shrieking. she's flailing. Flailing around. I was like, what is your deal? Um, <laughs> if he wanted to kill you, he would have done it. It's been yeah. weeks, yeah. you know? And anyway, but, and then, you know, he's, like, mad at her because he, like, destroyed his art. And I'm like, why is your art on the floor? Like, I, Also, yeah. is this art going to be seen by anyone but the two of right. you? Well, no. he doesn't make it for anyone but himself, right? Know. Like, that's his whole thing. But also, maybe tell the girl you kidnapped first before you take her into a dark, scary shed. Yeah, exactly. Tell I'm a painter. Do you want to see my art? Like yeah. that would be a different and conversation. Be like no. And then she'd be, <laughs> she'd be like no. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't tell her. Um. So after that, oh, so she runs the fuck out of there, right? Mm-hmm. Like she runs out of that shed and she is gone. Yeah. So he promises like not to chase her at this point. Because he knows she can't get away. Like, yeah. that's that's the frustrating thing, is he knows and we know that there's nowhere for her to go. Right. And without dying first of dehydration and heat exhaustion. Um, but she saw, like, an outcrop or something, right? She saw, like... She hasn't seen that yet. Okay. I think Sorry. he just mentioned to her that there that there's not anything except a mining town, and it's gotcha. hundreds of miles away, right? And it's, um, like, closed, too. And it's, yeah, a closed mine that there's, like, a tiny outpost there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but it's hundreds of miles away. Yeah. So at this point, like, she's just seen the, like, rocks that are around where they are that has, like, a weird okay. name that I don't remember. Separates. Yeah. Yeah, yes. separates. So, so he just, like, he's given up, I guess, at this point of trying to stop her from running away. And he's just like, go. I'll save you once you're lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. So she runs. <laughs> Oh, because there's water, right? Because they do have plumbing. Yeah. And she, I mean, this is smart. She thinks that the water leads to a town. Like, if I follow the water, which I don't know how you would do that because I've never followed a water pipe in my entire life. Mm. But if I follow this water pipe, I will find a town. Yeah. It's not horrible thinking. Um, So she takes off, even though this water that they're drinking and bathing in sounds disgusting. It's like sludgy. It's full of brown brown pieces of... Ugh, right. Not in like a filter. It that does like, not go to town. But even like just like a mesh something different. that you just separate out. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so so gross. To your water. Yep. 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 So it's like okay. And back to the future. Was it two when they go to the to old the west? west? Yes. And the, he like immediately gets like 
fed like supper with the family and they give him the water and it's yeah. just brown and he just looks at it <laughs> i remember watching that movie and being like eight years old and i was like fuck that like yeah. <laughs> no yeah. but anyway so i imagine it's way worse than that um so she follows this water pipe and unfortunately he didn't lie and it just like it just goes to a pool just like some gross water hole which is where all of their water comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she tries different paths from there. She's trying to run. Maybe if she can get this is smart as well. I mean, she has a lot of actually pretty good survival skills. Like if I climb up higher, I can see further. Mm-hmm. So she climbs this tree and there's just nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing except desert and nothingness. Um, and then I thought this part was weird because there's nowhere for her to go. And she's just in a tree like crying and he builds a fence around yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I've helped build a fence before. And it sucks. And it's yeah. not something that you just and do he, on the fly. Yeah. But for him, it is, apparently. Apparently, he's just, like, that big and strong. Like, he can just yeah. build fences. And quickly, too. Very quickly. But, oh, yeah. He just circles her in. Like, and fence, he used fence, chicken wire, which it's kind of like... I guess that would make it a little easier, but you can just hop over that. No, I was going to say, like, <laughs> is that really going to keep her in? But apparently it did. Yeah, yeah it did. It worked. Yeah. I don't know how tall this chicken wire is, but she did not move. <laughs> <laughs> she stays outside in the cold until she's about to pass out, basically. Mm-hmm. And then he carries her inside and wraps her in blankets. And he saved her again. Saves her again. Mm-hmm. And then she refuses <laughs> to talk to him for days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so this after this point, when she she's not talking to him, but... Um, once again, she, you have to give up on that. You have to talk to another person yeah. or at least yourself. You'll go but insane. You'll go insane, mm-hmm. right? So she starts talking to him again, trying to like figure out like, I mean, really my first questions would be like what she's finally getting to hear. Like, why am I here? Why did you take me? Why did you build yeah. this place? Oh, because he's already told her that he built this entire place himself. So it's like off the grid. No one knows about it. Yeah. It's not like there's like land titled in his name or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like he built this like shack and other shack and right. water pipe they built himself. And that also he apparently stumbled upon it when he was a child. Like the got, area. Yeah. The yeah. Area. Like he kind of got lost wandering out and discovered it and he felt like it saved him mm-hmm. yeah. and then he found his way back home so it's kind of what brought him back to this place it's his it's salvation special. Yeah. yeah 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 and so he's now trying to save her exactly. by bringing her there mm-hmm. it's so fucked up mm-hmm. so she finally starts talking to him and asking i'm like the real questions here like if you're a journalist like get down to it you know what i mean <laughs> um but this is where it gets creepy because he admits he's been watching her for six years yeah when she was 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we know that he's older than her. We don't know how old, but we know he's older. Uh, I did the math, and he is nine years older than him. Yeah. She references mm-hmm. at one point. So that makes him, what, 26? Yeah. But at one point, or, we, no, for a while, 25. we didn't know how old he really was. But yeah. Yeah. So he's 25. And, and so she's 16. Like 17 or Yeah, because he was when... almost a legal adult. Yeah. At that point. But he wasn't yet. Um, and basically, he was living homeless in London. Um, this is also where we get into his backstory. Mm -hmm. So should we just kind of cover that? I think so. Yeah. Alicia, do you want to cover that? (laughs) Hmm. Uh, sure. So we kind of find out that his biological, like, dad and mom, like, his mom left him, Mm -hmm. um, and, like, basically, like, signed over the rights to his dad when he was a kid. She was pretty young when she had him. Mm -hmm. And she's apparently from the UK, so she went back home and lived her life or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um... And then his dad basically became, like, an alcoholic and stopped, like, paying attention to him. Like, he had, like, a farm that they, like, you know, yeah. had, like, aborigines on there. And they kind of, like, worked the land. But his dad stopped caring and just started focusing more on drink and everything. And essentially, like, abandoned him. Um, in the city, right? Like, yeah, he went. Yeah, like, in the city right? of, in Australia somewhere, wherever it's yeah. close to where he lived. Um Anyway, so, yeah, basically, he just, like, ran free as a child. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk to people. Was just, like running like a wild child and then like cps essentially tried to catch him for like weeks and they finally did like, with a net and then mm-hmm. um he got put in the foster system like foster care um uh, which i'm sure he was extremely rebellious he, he didn't talk to him for a while and then he finally kind of broke down and showed oh i can actually speak you know um anyway he wouldn't even tell them who he was yeah he wouldn't yeah. say anything about who he was which, I mean, I guess at the same time, if you hadn't talked to anybody for weeks and weeks and weeks, and this is like a traumatic event in your child, your natural instinct is probably just to withdraw within inside yourself and didn't, then not fight. Um, 
Didn't his dad die? Later. I, yeah. But not immediately. Okay. And do we know, like, how long was he alone? I don't remember. It made was it like, like years or I don't. I don't it felt it was, like a close to a year. It was okay. a long time. Okay. Yeah, like so, his dad had left for weeks and then just never came back. So that's when they started like fending for himself. Gotcha. And then I think his dad hadn't paid on the land and all the aborigines left and everything, because um, you know obviously they weren't getting paid. Right. And so he just did what he wanted, and then his dad finally did die, and then I think they maybe found out that he had a kid from somehow. That's when I thought, uh, like, Child Protective Services Yeah, and they went searching for him. And it took him, like, two or three weeks to track him down because he just kept evading them. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, then he went to the foster system um, and, you know, struggled with that. And then I think he was, what, 16 or 17 when he got a letter from his mom from the U.K. saying that she missed him with a picture of her holding him Mm -hmm. and asking him to come back. And so, obviously, he's miserable, you know? Like, I'm sure he probably misses his mom or the idea of it. So, he mm-hmm. goes back there, um, only to find out that she is, in fact, not there. Like, he never sees her. He never and got she, to meet her. It was a whorehouse, right? Yeah. And yeah. they were like, oh, she's moved on to another like house. Like a shelter, whorehouse, something. Yeah. She basically sounds like she kind of went down the drugs and everything, too. So, then he's just, like, a teenager with no money, mm-hmm. stuck in the U.K., and can't track his mom down. And then he's hanging out in a park behind the bushes, right? Because he's basically drinking. homeless. Yeah. yeah. He's able to drink. So yeah. He's begging and yeah. drinking. And, so yeah. he's, like, at his lowest point at this park. For sure. So he's, like, at his lowest point, and some little girl, 10-year-old girl, which, for the story, I feel like he would have to be younger than 10, but whatever, that's just me, maybe. I don't um, know. She stumbles upon him. And doesn't she give him a flower or something? It's something, like, she may have gone through the flowers to get to him. Um, but she, she's kind to him. It had something to do with, like, fairies. Wasn't she playing, like, a fairy game? She likes to, um... Talking to your mic. Sorry. She was, like, with all the flowers in the park, mm-hmm. she made up games that there were fairies living there, so she named the fairies that lived in the bushes. Okay. And he was underneath, like, the... Road, I can't remember what bushes it were. Rhododendras. Anyway, yeah, that one. That's where <laughs> he was, like, sleeping, essentially, and so he, like, heard her games... And it was, like, on Easter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so she was like, oh, are you hunting for Easter eggs? And he happened to have a robin egg that he had just, like, That's eaten, right. eaten the egg, essentially, <laughs> but it had the shell. He, like, mm-hmm. sucked it out. Yeah. And so he gave her one. Mm-hmm. And that's how that kind of started. Mm-hmm. Ever since that point, he started, like, watching her. Mm-hmm. Well, because she saved him, right? Yeah, she saved him. With her kindness. With her kindness. Mm-hmm. And then he put the, um, oh, the bird's, bird's nest. nest on her windowsill. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of creepy, but they lived right next to the park, so yeah, he was able to figure out pretty quickly where she was. Yeah, I mean it's all creepy. The whole thing. Very, <laughs> don't live next to it's parks. All terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Watch so, your children. Don't just focus on sitting on a bench and reading newspapers. Yeah, reading reading See, but I think this is why I hate him because yeah. I mean you're kind of right. It is a little old because this is something my child would do, who's mm-hmm. three and a yes. half. And I think this is why I hate him because it's like, oh, my awesome child could say something nice to a guy, and then <laughs> this could happen. Mm-hmm. And I hate him. I can see that. Yeah, I get that for sure. Because this could happen. Because yeah. people get kidnapped all the time. Yeah. For various reasons. Yeah. His reasons aren't as malicious as some people's that might actually want to murder you or rape you or whatever. True. But they're not good, you know? No. <laughs> no. But in his mind, he's saving her. But he, when he was talking to her about mm-hmm. that 10... And he seemed upset that she didn't remember him. Right? Yes. Yeah, He's he like, you know me. It's like, no, I really don't. <laughs> I'm the homeless guy and he, from the So park. he was upset. Six years ago. And then, um, I forget where I was going with this, but she remembers him later. Yeah. Because she does have the egg still or the bird's nest. Like, she remembers the bird's nest and the egg. Yeah, but, oh, she thought it was a bum. She thought it was, like, an old guy. Well, yeah, because right? when you're 10, like, like a you 17-year-old bum is definitely pregnant. Well, it sounded yeah. like he had a lot of facial hair, and he was dirty. So and, dirty. You yeah. know what I mean? Didn't yeah. look like this attractive guy in front of her. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Very different people. Right. So, um, back to present day. Um, and he is, like, he wants to catch a camel, right? Because mm. <laughs> let's get to the quick of it. They need something. Because he's not, has he has zero intentions of going into town. Go ahead. They've lost the car at this point, right? Because They haven't lost the mm. car. I thought when she... Ran away. Oh, is that na- is that later? That's later. later. Never mind. Later. I thought that was because of the cam- Never mind. Oh, you're fine. But no, we're yeah, we're getting to that because he knows that he only has so much gasoline. Yeah. 
and he has no intention of going to town mm-hmm. to get more. And that's like one of the things like in the very first escape attempt when she's just like breaking like the alcohol and the peroxide and whatever and he's yeah. like freaking out and he's like we don't have any more you know <laughs> you're gonna waste it all and she's like fuck this place and he's like stop <laughs> like that was like the only part like I kind of like felt for him I'm like god I would be so mad if someone threw like if you're in an apocalypse situation Spoiled you have your very crazy plans. Yeah, <laughs> you have very few supplies and then someone wrecked your supplies I'd be so mad but that being said I would not kidnap someone to the desert but it would be a different scenario that I would be upset. He also yeah. didn't have a storage cell that they found or that he she did. found. He did. Yeah. Well, he, he tells her about it with the food, but he doesn't tell her where it is because he's afraid she's going to torch it, right? Okay. Understandably. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, anyway, so he wants to catch a camel for those reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also wants to catch a camel because he wants to try and make vaccines. Um, Poor camel. And I, I was like. That part bothered me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if. If that would work. Like, right. I have a lot of science. scientific questions. I don't know enough yeah. about it to really argue that it for sure doesn't work. Right. But it at least sounds very difficult. Because I know that to make vaccines, we don't shoot up camels with poison. Right. But camels are <laughs> immune to pretty much everything. So mm-hmm. I get the idea of taking their immunity somehow. But I don't know if that's how that works still. I yeah, just I don't question know. how he can end this desert situation well, without just a smell, like, true laboratory... How he can create this. Right. That was like... And I mean, he does have a lot of, honestly, sophisticated things that he has learned by, like, reading, like, old school, like, reading books and learning things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't trust that to make a vaccine. No. Not at all. But, you know, he mentions it to her, and it's not a horrible idea because they are in the Australian outback, which is full of, like, poisonous snakes, spiders, everything. Which he's been catching this whole time. We don't know that yet. Oh, we don't? No. We don't. Well, the people reading have... The people are it. Yeah, he's been catching poisonous things this whole time yeah. so that in the future he can make these vaccines. Yeah. But to do that, he needs a camel. <laughs> Poor guinea pig camel. <laughs> um, at this point, he also does this big reveal of his, like, chivalry or whatever. The event that made him decide he was going to oh steal her in the first place. <laughs> this is the other thing that makes me mad. Sorry. I'm, no, I'm, go for it. So super quick. When he was talking about seeing her as she was 10 years old, yeah. he was like, that's not the moment I wanted you. Remember that? Well, He's like, that's not nice when I decided I wanted I you. And then he, yeah, he told her this story uh-huh. about she was like in the woods with her friends. Mm-hmm. Drinking with her friends, like high school friends. And then two of them like get busy. Mm-hmm. And then... It's just her and this guy. Who's and creepy. And the guy clearly wants to do bad things. Yes. And then he steps in mm-hmm. and saves her from being raped. Because he's still, like, homeless in the park. Because he's still there. And then he's like, oh, by the way, that's when I decided I wanted you. And it's like, oh, my God. Cool. Okay. So you saved her from being raped. So yes. you could stalk her. Well, he was already stalking her. I think, yeah, basically, yeah. And then kidnap her because that's better yeah and we don't know how old she was at that point either like i mean she was definitely probably 15 like old enough to drink in the park with your friends and like be hooking up yeah Yeah. probably 15 sometimes she seems older than i feel like she is yeah yes but yeah but you can't forget that she's 16 right yeah um or else things seem not as bad as they should at some point i think he forgets that she's 16 too yeah well yeah i mean like i said Mm. he's had just like an entirely fucked up childhood just in general I don't think he thinks of things in the way that, like, the, the three of us think of ages. Right. With, like, maturity and school, right. because he didn't do any of that. Like, right. he didn't go to school. He didn't... Well, I think he did in foster care. For, like, a very short amount of time, Not, I'm sure. We don't really know. We don't really know what happened then. We don't he get, went for a little bit. We don't least, get, like, the details that he yeah. was in school, you know? Yeah. Um, and he was already fucked up by that point. He'd already been living in the woods like a wild child, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, what's that? The Jungle Book, basically. Yeah. Like, the desert version of the Jungle Book is what he's yeah. been doing, you know? He wants to be, like, his, the old ones, which are the aboriginals that helped, like, teach him stuff, are his really own, only, like, adult figures in mm-hmm. his life, it sounds like, from this point. And that's yeah. how he's learned to survive is basically off of what they've told him. And so... He doesn't have the right kind of adjustment, I think, in the first place. So, yes. I mean, it's good to know that he didn't want to kidnap her when she was 10 because it's different kinds of creepy. Yeah. But. I stalked you. He did, like. But I did. It's okay. Stalk her. Because I didn't want you until you were 15. And then when he felt like he saved her the first time from the rape incident. Gag me. 
he was like, <laughs> I need to save you from all of this. Yeah. And so that's when he prostituted himself. Yeah. yeah I was going to say how we found To out. make money. To a prostitute and an escort. Well, yeah. I mean, those go hand in hand. Yeah. And yeah. so he made money by, once again, he was like not old at all during this, mm-hmm. you know. And he decided to basically sell his body to save enough money to get back to Australia, build this place, mm-hmm. and then hatch his plan. To steal her. Which he, he actually saved quite a bit considering he was flying back and forth building this place. Yeah. Yes. So he must have really made some good money. He was charging high. I yeah. mean, he's apparently hot. Well, they so. said that he was <laughs> I get doing it. a lot of escort while he was like going as different like actors too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that brings a little bit more than a street prostitution, I would yeah. imagine. Oh, I may have skipped a bit because we're into like all this we good stuff. The camel. But they catch a camel. <laughs> And, like, the camel for her, the catching the camel is, like, really conflicting for her mm-hmm. because, like, it's fun in a way. Like, it's the, I feel like it's the first time she's, like, really kind of had fun, this whole experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're out. It's She can't believe it's happening. It's, one, it sounds miraculous that it worked, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, but then at the same time, like, she realizes that she has stolen the camel yeah. from its family and it's crying and it's sad. And she's like, we stole you too, mm-hmm. you know? And then she feels super guilty yeah. because she helped steal the camel, you know, mm-hmm. even though she thinks they need it. So anyway, so I thought that that part was really like emotional for her mm-hmm. for sure. because it's like, oh, this is fun for like a moment. And then it's like, yeah. then it's no. So immediately after this situation, or not immediately, but pretty soon after this, because um, he has to break the camel a little bit. So they get back, I think, and he's training the camel, right? And it's, it's, oh, sorry, microphone. It's still sad, but it's acclimating much better than she is to right. being stolen. Right. And I think that's a part of his confliction is he's like, why didn't you acclimate like this camel? Like this camel's already over it. You know what I right. mean? Like, why don't you just do what I want you to do? And I'm not a wild animal. Love me, yeah. And she's like, because I'm not a fucking camel. Yeah. It's why I'm a human. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I miss my parents and my friends that you say suck, but whatever. Right. Like they're still my friends, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, but she has hatched escape number three, which is really the last and best escape attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, so she like way earlier she found a needle from a sewing machine when she was going through their supplies so it was like canned food it's like a sewing machine or whatever and she was smart enough that she took this needle mm-hmm. and she's just like had it in her pocket this whole time and um, so they're having like a nice little picnic and they're all hanging out under a tree with a camel or whatever okay. and the car yes um, or maybe just the car and she pulls the needle on him and kind of stabs him in the eye, but, like, is, like, I'll put this all the way through your brain, basically. Yeah. And then she steals the car. And she doesn't know how to drive. No. Not a stick, at least. Yeah. I mean, she's in London. I imagine I wouldn't get my license if I lived in London because, like, I would just take public transport everywhere. That would be mm-hmm. great. Um, we don't have that option where we live here. <laughs> no. In our city. So we all have to have cars or we can't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> and so... She does, I feel like, an impressive job for not knowing how to drive. Because mm-hmm. after very little struggling, she's able to maneuver this car, although she's wrecking the transmission like a mother, oh, yeah. you know? Bad. But she's heading towards what she thinks and hopes is the mining town. Mm-hmm. So those are the rocks that yeah. that Susie mentioned earlier. So when they went out to get the camel, I think is when she sees these big-ass rocks. Yeah. And she's like, that's the mining town. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, those are rocks. <laughs> and she's like, you're lying to me, obviously, because you don't want me to run away. Right. That's the town. So she's driving towards the mine, what she hopes is the mining town, right? Mm-hmm. And she gets there, and it's and just nothing. it's just rocks. Yeah. There's nothing there. So, and then she, shortly after that, stalls the car in the sand. Like mm-hmm. in the dunes. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's really hard to drive anything, I think, in sand. So she stalls the car. Uh, and then she, this is where I was like, girl, you're going to die. Because she gets <laughs> out and she just heads out on foot. And I'm like, have you never watched, like, any, like, Bear Grylls episode about being in the desert? Right. Like, you have, like, she drinks all her water immediately. She yeah. half of it, but still basically. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just walking. And then she takes all of her clothes off. And her shoes. And her yeah. shoes. I mean, you're hot and you're insanely hot. Yeah. But, like, you're going to die, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then she's just walking into the desert to her death. Which maybe 
maybe that's preferable than going back. Mm. I don't know. I wouldn't want to die in the desert. But uh, she doesn't because after she passes out completely naked, hmm. um, he finds her. So he has to, like, follow her with the camel. At this point, I was like, it's a good thing they stole that damn camel. Yeah. Because otherwise, he would never have gotten to you in time. Mm-hmm. Um and he doesn't even get the car, right? He leaves the car there because mm-hmm. it's just all stalled out. Well, I don't think he even found it. I think he found her first because yeah. she started yeah. un- unintentionally. She was so going the wrong way. She started coming back towards him. Yeah, because right. he was like, oh, I thought you gave up and was coming back to me. Yes. She's like, no. No. <laughs> went the wrong I, was, way. I was going she to die in the desert. Challenged. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> the adrenaline was running out, and I was just going the wrong way. Yeah. Um, or maybe it gets turned around. Like, that seems, there's no markers, you know? Right. And so, luckily, I mean, that helps because he finds her faster on the mm-hmm. camel because he has to get her home and she has to recover from heat exhaustion, dehydration, extreme sunburn. Like, it sounds miserable. Yeah. So luckily she does recover, and that's when she finds all the poisonous animals. Because she comes out for the first time, and she sees him trapping that snake. That's right. Right? And he, she's like, what is that? You know? And she basically goes in there without him. She, like, gets the key. And then she finds all these, like, this monster den, basically, of, mm-hmm. like, poisonous everything. Which, I don't know how he was keeping them alive. I was like, what are you feeding them? Yeah. You can't just trap, like, a snake will die without right. food. Like, a spider needs to eat. Like, yeah. I was like, how, like, do you go in and you feed all of these things? Like, I couldn't Maybe. do that. That's too dangerous. Or does he take their venom and let them go? Well, no, but they were in there. They were just, it was a creature, yeah. creature shack. I can't. I don't know the answer to that. It's too scary, and I don't know if I want to know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's like, she's like, I found all the nightmares. And he's like, no worries. They're to make vaccines. Yeah. Because I can do that. And that's when, like, he finally comes around, right? In my opinion. Because he's like, listen, I hate that you're miserable. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be happy with me. Right. And you're not. And so if you stick this out with me for six months more, I will take you to a town. Mm-hmm. And then if you still want to go, you are free. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think, don't they work it down to four months yeah, Three. she, like, bargains. Yeah, she's smart. So she bargains, I feel yeah. like, it down to four. Yeah. And she's like, fine, four months, four months more. And that's he's just like, what's six months to you? Because he knows she's just going to die at one of these points. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's obvious that she's going to try to keep escaping mm-hmm. and that either has to keep saving her ass or she's just going to die before he gets to her. Right. You know? And so, because she doesn't know how to survive in the desert. Mm-mm. Because she's a 16-year-old girl from London, right? right? And maybe some 16-year-old girls from London know how to survive in the desert. Like, props to you. Mm. I wouldn't know oh, how to survive no. in the desert and i don't live in london <laughs> right. um i found snakes in my yard <laughs> and i would not know how to handle that so um yeah and so like she already has survived longer than i feel like most people would in the outback mm-hmm. just without any training so she starts to kind of like more and more throughout this entire book, she's feeling more for him. Like, he becomes more of a person. Mm-hmm. She's starting to understand him. And there's a line that I should have looked up. But it's, like, the biggest line that I see quoted from this book is that it's hard to hate the monster once you understand him. Mm-hmm. Because once she understands, like, his fucked up childhood yeah. and his perspective, she's like, what you're doing is wrong, but I understand why you think it's right. right. But it's not right. And the whole time, she's like, I need you to understand that you did a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you have stolen me. You have ruined my life. You right. know, you have traumatized me. Mm-hmm. And, and you think it's okay. And you think it's okay. You don't yep. understand that this isn't okay. You know? Yep. So, <laughs> he has, like, that horrifying nightmare that she, like, wakes him up. And now she's really mm-hmm. starting to feel sympathy for him. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because she's understanding just, like, how deeply hurt he is. And the idea of her leaving has him just, like, straight up traumatized. Mm -hmm. So that's when she finds him in the shed doing the weird paint thing where he's just naked and painting himself. Yeah. And I think that this was supposed to be, like, a really beautiful part in the book. And it it probably, maybe it is, right? Like, he's doing this, like, cultural, to him at least, thing where he's Mm -hmm. painting himself because he's one with nature. And that's kind of beautiful. Except in this situation. (laughs) And I was like, what? And so... (laughs) It's just, it's just incredibly creepy. Yes. It's not cute. Like, I feel like if this was a love story and he didn't kidnap her and she had a love for everything, maybe. 
Yeah. But no. Yeah. And I think that's what this whole book is, once we get to this point, Mm -hmm. is if he hadn't kidnapped her, and she even admits that later on, like, if we'd met under different circumstances and this wasn't so fucked up, like, yeah, I get it, you know? But no. So, um, but really, like, that's when they have that really good conversation, and they almost kiss. Mm Mm-hmm outside and looking at the stars and it's all romantic and he's painted all weird (laughs) and she's like (laughs) into it somehow um and so the next day she wakes up from this and at this point i was like girl like what are we gonna do here like is this a romance like what's gonna go on you know at this point no, at this point, I, st- I hated the book. See, I hated see, it. Still hates I was mad at you. Yeah. I was like, why are we? No. Why are we reading this book? <laughs> so she wakes up the next day after this whole paint situation. And I was like, how are you washing yourself? Like, are you going to the watering hole? Like, are you just oh, rinsing the all the, the, I mean, the paint is all based out of mud and dye, you know? I was like, come on. But so let's just look past these my problems <laughs> that I have about wearing body paint everywhere. So she wakes up the next morning. And he's, like, left a note. And he's, like, off to find a snake. Be back soon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, in a little daze at this point. Like, she's, like, la dee da Yeah. Um, she's, like, happy. with him. Yeah. Yeah. She's, because she's, ha- like, they almost kissed. Like, yeah. she finally thinks she's going to be free soon. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, that would be, like, great. Yeah. Right. Like, a big relief. So she's, like, in a much better mental place. Um and it's made her stupid. And so... Yeah, because she, earlier when she found all this stuff, he said, always wear boots outside. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge role, right? Yeah. Like, just always wear boots. Yeah. And she didn't. And she time. doesn't. She's barefoot, <laughs> right? Again. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I think she's barefoot. And she, like, goes and she visits the chickens, which are great. And she's, like, having a great time. And then she sees him. And, like, she literally wanders into, like the like, the weeds, you know? And he's like, freeze, there's a giant snake, you know? Well, no, the first thing he said is, wear your boots. And it was so condescending and just made me hate him Was it condescending or was it upset and concerned because you're surrounded by poisonous animals and it's just kind of common sense to wear your boots. Yeah, I took it as a question, like, where are your boots? You know what I mean? You know, like, where are your boots? he wrote her. I don't think it's patronizing to accept. That's true. Yeah. Did it say that? Yeah. Okay. So, like, off to find a snake. Yeah. Be back soon. And she was like, I'm going to go la di doo da barefoot <laughs> through the wild full of poison. And yeah. she knows it's full of poison because yeah. she saw the creature shack. True. So like I said, her like aphrodisiac about like freedom <laughs> and like almost kissing a boy mm-hmm. has made her dumb. And, Real dumb. And now she's just like parading around <laughs> the dangerous place on earth. Like... <laughs> Barefoot. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't think he's, like, I'm like, I think he was only too kind. Maybe Because was, I would have been, like, where the fuck are your motherfucking boots, you fucking idiot? Like, and I don't been, care who you are, because just don't go in the desert where you know the barefoot. It might have been the the girl narrating on Audible, too, that kind of said Oh, yeah. That might have been part of it. Yeah, that is true. Audible definitely can, like... Sway, sway, yeah. sway the way you feel. That makes sense. Like she, like the reader on Audible is like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is with me. Fucking book. <laughs> so anyway, so, um, so she doesn't, this is, okay, I'm not going to take her side on this because she doesn't listen this entire time to the snake catching expert. Yeah. Someone that has been around poisonous snakes, like don't, don't do what she does. So he's like, don't move. And she runs onto a rock. And then the snake comes towards her again. And he's like, don't move. And then she moves and the snake bites her. Right. Yep. She also stepped on the snake, which is why it also bit her. Yeah, because she stepped on it because she moved. And I was just like, you deserve to get bit. Like, don't do, like, why? I wouldn't have gone outside if I found a note that said off to find a snake. I would have been like, I'm staying on my bed. Like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Um, I would have gone inside because they were outside when they to sleep. I'm going to keep the snakes away. I would have liked this part better if she did this all on purpose. Because it ended up being it, what saved her. It would have, yeah. If she, if this was like a purpose plan of get bit by poison, yeah. uh, by a death adder, yeah. and see what happens, like a wait and see <laughs> technique. So yeah, so she's bit. He's freaking out. So he like rushes her back. He tourniquets her leg. Um, he has vaccines that he's stolen, but they don't have a fridge, and vaccines have to be kept at a certain temperature. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't thought about this because he's an idiot. He doesn't understand science. To this extent. So he shoots her up with these bag scenes. And it's like bags. He's talking about like the bags. And I was like, sailing like the bags. sailing bags. And yeah. I was like, this is some 
messed up <laughs> medical <laughs> technology. But so, unfortunately, the vaccines don't work for her life, which is in danger. Right. Right. Luckily for her getting rescued, he isn't a complete monster. And he's like, do you want to go to town? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want to die from a snake bite. So he then has to rush. And this part of the book is so stressful because to get to town, he needs the car, Mm -hmm. right? But the car is stranded in the desert. Yeah. And so he has to throw her on the camel. Don't they, like, make the table into something? Yeah. And attach it. He, like, ties her to the I was trying to picture what this was. He, like, essentially kind of made a stretcher out of the table Mm -hmm. and, like, secured it to the camel with her kind of tied to it so she wouldn't fall off of it. Because he doesn't want the venom to spread with her moving around. Right. So you want him to stay still like a stretcher. So he tries to make a stretcher out of a table. And he used to sell the legs off a table. Like, I'm just like, time is ticking. I know. It's, yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of time. I'm like, you're going to die. Like, and so <laughs> he gets her. I mean, but this is, like, morally good. Like, he would, he doesn't want her to die. Like, that's this whole point of his weird drama is, like, I've stolen you, but I don't want you to die. Yeah. Um, and so she's he's like, you're going to die. And <laughs> so he takes the camel and the stretcher to the car, puts her in the car, has to unstall the car from the sand, which that sounds horrible. Yeah. Gets the car going and is like racing like hell, which you could only go so fast on sand, mm-hmm. um, to get to the mining town. Gets there just in time. He could have just, I thought he was just going to leave her ass. Yeah. Like, honk, honk, <laughs> you poison. You think that. And just like roll why out. Why <laughs> Yeah, why would he? She would never be able to find him. Right. Like, there's no way she would be able to find no. him. It would be, take extreme resources to find his little shack that he has. Yeah. But he, I think he doesn't because he's so nervous about what's happening with her. But he goes in the ambulance. He goes to the medical place with her. Mm-hmm. He's telling them about the bite and about her. And then... <laughs> They're like, you're arrested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he admits it, though. He, he admits it. Yeah, yeah he tells like, them everything. That yeah. he, like, kidnapped her. He's like, I kidnapped this chick, but make sure she doesn't die. Yeah. But I don't so, want her to like, die. That's his, like, only redeeming quality is that he actually knows no. he's going to have to face the music. He does. He t- I mean, he could have just let her die. Yeah, or he could have just buried her, her off in the desert. Away. You know what I mean? The fact that he at least terrible. knew he was, <laughs> or, or he going. what I would have done, which is honk, honk. Bye. Yeah. Peace, bitch. Tell him you were bit by a death adder. I'm out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or, like, tape a little note to her. Death adder. Good luck to yeah, you, right. friend. <laughs> this has been fun. Come back in three months if you want to do this again. Yeah. Um, so at this, at this point, he, um, he is now arrested and she's recovering in the hospital. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of her just recovering in this book. Yeah. Um, she. This is when we realize that this book that we've been reading is really like her letter slash diary to him. Mm-hmm. Because she's completely fucked up when she's rescued. Her parents are there. She's like overjoyed to see them. But this is when she starts realizing how impacted she's been by this whole experience. Yeah. Yep. And also he had told her, we mentioned this a little bit, but... He had told her a bunch of stories of what, like, what her parents and her friends had said when they weren't there. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, if he was being real with... I'm sure he thinks he was honest with all of it. But he, like, tried to make her think that her parents were terrible people that didn't love her because his parents were that way. So I'm wondering... I'm sure that's not exactly what they said, but maybe because of his experiences, he took it that way. But then they're there and she like, doesn't know what to believe. And well, there's also that one thing where, um, he said that he overheard a conversation like her mom had with her dad about wanting to move somewhere else. And they were looking into boarding schools to put her, they're sending her away. Yeah. They're sending her away essentially so they could go move wherever. Mm -hmm. And so that was like, even that makes you feel like betrayed when you don't even know your parents are thinking of that. So like, he kind of put a lot of insecure thoughts so she's like I don't know how much I can trust my parents you know do mm-hmm, they yeah. really love me am I a burden to them like she's got a lot of real messed up thoughts going on and really that conversation could have been hey maybe let's talk about this but to right. him it was like this is what's they're getting rid know. of you they don't even want you you're trash right. to them right? right and at the same time we don't know how much of this is real right neither does she right she doesn't because she asked them and of course she's just been kidnapped they're not going to be like yeah we're thinking next <laughs> summer <laughs> yeah it's time for you to roll out and at you this know? point they probably won't anyway no, they even won't. if that was the case because even if they're thinking it now, like, they're never going to want her out of their sight ever. No, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so um, so she's just completely messed up. Like, she misses him. Mm-hmm. She feels sorry for him. Because at this point, she understands him mm-hmm. as much as you can understand another person. And she feels bad for him. And she knows he needs help. She knows he needs therapy. Like, mm-hmm. 
and she doesn't want him to go to jail, but she does want him to be held accountable for his actions. Right. And that's, like, at the end of the letter, which is, like, the most heartbreaking point, is she's like, I love you, and I want to save you, but you stole me, and you can't go free. Yeah. And so you said that you hated this book up until the last page. I hated it. I was, I hated it, because especially, and it, it kind of makes me mad when I feel like, the authors want you to hate like I, I feel like she wanted us to hate it until that last page because it, she makes you think that she's gonna let him go because he she tells the two different stories she's like this could go two ways I could tell them what they want or tell them the truth mm-hmm. and then you go to jail or I could say that I just ran away from you or ran away with you and everything was cool and then that's when she's like <laughs> just kidding you're terrible. You're going away. Right. Like, and then I at that point, it. I'm like, okay, fine. Right. I get it. <laughs> but it still made it still made me mad. But it was a good. It's good. Mm-hmm. I just have to get over. Like there were there were hatred parts. <laughs> Alicia, what were your thoughts about the final page? Um, I thought it was good. I enjoyed. I was I was happy that she did not do the latter where she actually mm-hmm. had yeah. to go to jail mm-hmm. because it's obviously Stockholm Syndrome. Obviously, yeah. yeah. And that would be, like, really upsetting yeah. to yeah. me because even though that in real life kidnapping cases, the longer you're with them, you sympathize with the yeah. kidnapper. Mm-hmm. So, like, that has happened mm-hmm. and that's, like, awful. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, they forget what they went through. Right. Um, so I was glad that she was able to realize it sooner than not. I mean, yeah. it still took her a while, but to kind of come yeah. to terms with the reality of the situation. Yeah. Um, I don't think she completely discredited that she did have feelings for him out of the sympathy, mm-hmm. but that she was like, this was not okay, not okay. in any right. way, shape, or form, yeah. and you need to, yeah. you need, one, you actually really need help, but two, yeah. you need to serve your time for this crime. Right. This is to say he wouldn't do it to someone else or try to find her again, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So he definitely needs... Yeah. That. So the, I liked that aspect of it. And yeah. it would have ruined her life if she... Oh, yeah. Like she would have just, you know, shot her... <laughs> put a shotgun to her future, I feel like, because oh, yeah. now no one's going to believe you. Yes, exactly. And, and honestly, um, I was, like, mad and happy with her decision mm-hmm. because... Maybe was, I feel like it wasn't Stockholm Syndrome just because the entire time she was there, she never thought that it was right what he was doing. Like, she never... She hated him the whole time. Yeah. She didn't want to kiss him. She didn't want to talk to him. It wasn't until she was away from him that she really felt, like, conflicted about everything. But... So I don't think there's any point where she was like, I accept I accept what you've done. And mm-hmm. I... You know, and that's why she makes the correct decision of being like, this is my testimony I'm going to give. It's mm-hmm. the truth. Yeah. It's my truth, and that's what I'm going to tell you. You know, I... Like, she cares for him at this point, which I don't think is wrong, because he's fucked up, obviously. But she's like, I care for you, and I don't want to hurt you, but you need to be held accountable, because you hurt me. Right. Like, you hurt me bad, and you need to answer for that, because you could do it to someone else, even though you said you wouldn't. Or, I mean, he could still always come back for her, even if he goes to jail. Like, if anything, it's going to be worse if he does. But, you know... (laughs) Yeah. But... That's what she does. She makes the right decision, um, and she is decides that she's going to walk on in there mm-hmm. and tell the truth about what happened, yeah. which is that he kidnapped her. Mm-hmm. And she says that she thinks it's better for both of them that even though they love each other, that they never see each other again. Yeah. And that's it. Can I just say, I yeah. was terrified that after she gave those two scenarios, it would be like, and then I walked into the courtroom. The end. The end. <laughs> I was terrified. I was so scared that that was going to happen. Um, so that made me like it more that that did not happen. Agreed. Agreed. Do you want me to get my cat? There's a cat on my Alicia's cat head has right now. entered the room and is now standing on the top of Alicia's chair. She almost went for the balls. Yeah, she's trying to get to the balls. So That's what she wants. Understand the fear I have. Yeah. No, she's a complete piglet. Now she's not. Chloe. She knocked my cross on the floor. <laughs> she's a cat <sighs> Chloe you know awesome. not what you do oh, and she's eating your hair yeah. she um, I'm gonna grab her real quick Alicia hold my microphone okay. <laughs> I just don't want the balls to get injured <laughs> no injuring the balls they're so fragile hey baby there you go she's all purring if you can hear that I don't know 
She's very happy now. <laughs> so, all in all, I like the book. It was a very different book. I've never read a book like that. Yeah. Never have I read a book like that. Um, yeah. It, it was yeah. it was a good it was a good read. It was very different and very frustrating, but that's also what I expected too. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that it didn't romanticize kidnapping. Right. Yeah. I mean, I That's guess what I was a, worried was going to happen. It did in a way, kind of. But I think it made kidnapping theoretically sympathetic, yeah. but not romantic. Yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, I think it was a lot, a lot of the times when she's like, his eyes are so beautiful. They were, apparently. But at least, <laughs> I think she also said, but now I see them for the devil's eyes that they are or something. So, I mean... It, Thinking back about it, every mm-hmm. time she said something nice about him, mm-hmm. she was like, but I still hate you. <laughs> so, <Right. Yeah. laughs> there's that. I don't feel like she was, like, full-on Stockholm Syndrome, but I felt like if she had stayed there even for those next four months, yeah, that she I would not she have would. wanted to leave. I, I don't think that like, she wouldn't have wanted to leave. I think she might have gone back. That's yeah. what I think Yeah, like, is. leave and come back. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. I think it would be, like, a am legally an adult, I can come back. Yeah. Like... I think that she would want to be with him, mm. but not be cut off from the world. Yeah. Because that's the whole thing. He stole her choice. Like, yeah. not only did he steal her, but she could never choose right. to stay because he stole the choice about it. So you think if the four months passed mm-hmm. and she left, when they found her and all this news coverage of you were kidnapped and now you're saved, she wouldn't give him up? What do you think? Mm, I don't think she would or maybe, more likely, she would go with the story that she did run away with him. Yeah, maybe. Because she was toying with that now, you right. know? Yeah. yeah. Is I think that if it had turned into a romance, which is where it was going. It yeah. was, for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was apparently hot and he has beautiful eyes. I get it. <laughs> but, you know, um, and she understands the monster. Right. Um, I think that she would have said, you know what? Yeah, we'll come forward. And then when everyone, the news coverage comes down... I'll say, sorry for scaring you guys, but I ran away with him, and I just wanted to, like, visit for Christmas or whatever. Because (laughs) there would have to be a story. Yeah. Because there's lots of coverage, she said. Yeah, there was a lot, right? So, anyway, well, let's rate this book, you guys. I think think we've all made our points. Are there any points that we haven't covered? I don't think so. Besides, Susie hated it, but (laughs) I, I I really liked it. I didn't hate it. Like, I liked the style. I just... I hated it in the way that I think the author wanted you to hate it. Does that make sense? Yeah, like you're like the one that got stolen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't hate the book. I mean, it's not my favorite. I'll put that out there. But I liked the writing style. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Um, Are you gonna read Stolen too? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I think we have a while well, till it comes out. At least read the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it, Ellie, you know. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so let's rate this bad boy. So it's out of five, right? Out of five. Two. I was going to say a three. I'm going to go a 3.5. Because I really, I really liked it. Mm. It was very conflicting. Yeah. It was conflicting. I like stories about dark, dark things and dark characters. <laughs> So, um, thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Well-Read Deems. I hope that you also liked Stolen. Please let us know your comments um, if you've read it and you want to chat about it. And I just realized I forgot to say no spoilers, so I will be adding another no spoilers at the beginning. (laughs) My bad. Um, But thank you guys so much for joining us and catch up with us next time in a month when or approximately a month uh when we read and discuss the chemist by stephanie meyer thank you guys oh also don't forget to hit subscribe um so you get notifications when we actually do release new episodes so and also you can follow uh, our podcast at my instagram which is at ashley finley writer dot well that's all not dot com just at ashley finley writer (laughs) (laughs) and thank you guys so much goodbye Bye. bye Thank you.